welcome to uh, to the first episode, uh, very exciting episode of Whistling Past the Graveyard. My name is Dale Richardson, and uh, and I am happy to finally be here with uh, with my dear friend Chris Deutschef. Chris, it's been it's been a long effort of of trying to communicate by a carrier pigeon, and finally we have agreed on a time to record. Yes. Uh, and the time is uh, the birds fly back and forth. They'll this form of communication. Yeah, it's uh, we we actually communicated by sending uh, a Game of Thrones raven. Of course. Um, for all the all the Game of Thrones f- fans out there, uh, they'll be quite excited about the April twelfth uh, new season, season five. Uh, but that's uh, maybe for for a different podcast. But we, in, in actuality, we we do communicate by uh, by Raven uh, and Carrier Pigeon, as Chris said. So uh, use a plethora of birds. Yeah, a plethora. Uh, no eagles. Uh, that's that's an American thing. I think they they use eagles. Would you would you uh, would, would you agree with that, Chris? They have sharp talons, Dale, and uh, you got to watch out for them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for all the people uh, listening out there who are uh, thinking that, gee, Chris and Dale, they're they're two guys who uh, who really like the politics. They have an interest in it. They've both worked in government previously. Uh, thinking that they'll be tuning in. Uh, listening to a really political podcast, while well, uh, uh, as I'll be sorely disappointed if it's if they're looking for political advice, they're not going to get it. it. And even if they were looking for political advice, it would probably be the worst political advice that uh, that they could probably get. To be honest, it probably would rank. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, just in case anyone who's listening right now doesn't uh, know of myself or Chris, uh, I have I have queued up a couple of uh, a couple of clips uh, that that I'd like to play for you now. Uh, you, uh, these are um, well, Chris is a YouTube star previously, so uh, here's here's a taste of what uh, some of the work that Chris has done previously. Hey, you! I'm going to destroy the earth. That's one from a, a wonderful uh, YouTube video, and here's another one. Carl, hello. This is Carl Bergerson here reporting live from the Children's Orphanage Tennis Courts, where due to the weather, there will be no tennis. The children are very upset, and the whole community seems to be affected by this rain. There will be no tennis today for the orphanages. Unfortunately, those who now have no parents no longer have tennis either. No tennis for the children here at the orphanage. I'm Carl Bergeson saying good night, London. I don't. I still don't know why you said London at, at the end of that video, Chris. But uh, maybe because it was raining. I don't know. I think it. I think because it was raining, and uh, and of course, as as unknowledgeable Canadians, we uh, we just equate rain with 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 London. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only place it does rain, I'm told. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. It, it doesn't rain in Vancouver either? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for clearing that up. That's why, that's why I didn't, uh, didn't become a weatherman, I guess. Yeah. And, of, and of course, uh, uh, Chris and I uh, were also the creators of a, uh, of a wonderful little 
uh, YouTube video. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving mostly for Chris, uh, honestly. And it's uh, around Christmas time too and everybody's cold. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the famous YouTube video, Shit Saskatchewanian Say. And uh, there's, a, there's a particular segment in that, in that YouTube video where uh, Chris is featured without a shirt on and it was turned into a meme uh, as a, a Canadian weather thing. Uh, we're, we're going on about three years now with that, Chris, and it still keeps popping up. Are you, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Had I known that uh, my my bearless chest would be uh, would be flying across social media, I think I would have, would have reconsidered having not worked out previously. Or shaved your chest. Well, <laughs> that's another possibility entirely. Yeah, I didn't think that my chest would be a topic of conversation. I'll put it that way. Well, it is. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, it, it 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 keeps popping up, and uh, and I'm not I'm not complaining. But uh, no, I hope people get enjoyment from it. Well, looking at your Laughing. chest, I I know that I do and did. Absolutely. Well, Chris, uh, should we get into the into the meat of the uh, of the pod here? What do you uh, What do you I think? Would say so. So, uh, Chris and I were just were just talking as we as we got set up here about you know we're kind of in in the in that weird post-Christmas, post-holiday time when uh, people, uh, friends or people at work are still talking about the Christmas holidays. Um, and Actually, I'm, Dale, I'm just going to cut you off right there because we have to mention our sponsors. Oh, the sponsors. Yes, of course. I, I, so, I, can, I, can, I, just, I really, I don't know, man. I, I think we got to mention Right. Uh, the sponsors, Chris, um, uh, t- uh, take it away. Who who are or who do you think would be our sponsors for uh, for today's podcast? Oh man, uh, it's, it's clearly clearly the makers of Raspberry Jam. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, but not uh, not blueberry or grape jam. No, 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 no. It's the the raspberry industry. Uh, they have sponsored us for today's podcast. I. Um... I I actually don't think that that's who sponsored us. Didn't get that memo, Dale. No, as a Saskatchewan podcast, obviously we're uh, we're sponsored by a Potash Rock. Just one, though. Right. Yes, of course, and a, and a bushel of wheat from the southeastern part of the province. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, a slab is it, could, could it be a slab of yellow cake uranium? It could be that. Uh, I, I think any any of those four, but but particularly the raspberry jam. I think uh, that's sticks out. That certainly sticks out as something that when it when you hear the word Saskatchewan, I think uh, raspberry jam is the word that uh, that most people w- would go for. If you were doing a multiple choice exam and. And you said, and you looked at one of the questions, and it said, "What signifies Saskatchewan the most?" People would say raspberry jam. People would say raspberry jam. No question about it. Not potash. Not uranium. Not wheat. Uh, so, what about all the beehives in Saskatchewan, Dale? Who and the bee makers? The bee. The, what? Well, the bees are dying. I, I guess, Chris. Count for all the, the honey. 
that's being, that's being made. Yeah, yeah, the honey, but um, the honey industry deserves its uh, share. It, it does, um, and those prices are going up. They sure are, man. Uh, you cannot get a 300 milliliter bottle of honey uh, for less than eight dollars. I would say right now. That's why I've started to to keep a collection of bees in my office. <laughs> yeah. That is why, man. In a cage. I say, get the bees while you can. Get them. Uh, put them in your pocket. Treat them like gold. Put them in a jar. Put them in your in your shirt pocket along with your glasses. Let's not get crazy here. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, put them in your briefcase or something that you can lock. Yeah, you you know, you, you can't be losing those. We need the honey, Chris. Well, we sure do. Just like the orphanages needed the tennis, uh, we need the bees. Well, we really do. I mean, yeah, they can be a nuisance out on the tennis court, but, geez, we really need bees. Yeah, no, we do. So, um, okay, now that we've 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 settled on the uh, on uh, that the pod today is sponsored by Raspberry Jam, let's talk about Christmas. Um, you and I were chatting as we were getting getting set up here. Um, I was in Calgary for Christmas with my family. Ah, yeah, uh, you were somewhere. I'm, I was in Maui earlier. But you were in Hawaii. That's right. Did you go to Palm Springs over Christmas? I didn't go to Palm Springs. It, it was not a Palm Springs year. You were going to Palm Springs? No, you. I'm not going to Palm Springs. No, but did you, you didn't go over Christmas. No, no, no. No, no, no. That, yeah. No, no. Chris, um, what I'd like to ask you right now is, uh, you know, talking about Christmas stories, everyone's, you know, talks about, you know, oh, how was your family time? Uh, did you see so-and-so at Christmas? Uh, but what I really want to know is, what is the weirdest thing that's happened to you, uh, a weirdest story that's happened to you during Christmas? Honestly, I would have to say, Dale, that Christmas this year was one of the weirdest Christmases I've ever had. Really? Why is that? Well... The numerous falls and trips and slips that I made was uh, rather, uh, you know, cataclysmic. Okay, so uh, the sidewalks and streets in Saskatoon were a bit, were a bit icy. Were a bit icy, and I let's just say I took numerous falls. Okay, uh, did how many people saw you fall? No, like I'm talking like twenty-five falls. Twenty-five. That's what I'm saying. It's one of the one of the weirdest Christmases I've ever had. What what would you say on average? How many times would you say a normal Saskatchewan resident, let's say eighteen to sixty four years old, how many times do you think that they that they slip and fall in the winter between November first to March thirty first? Oh boy, I, you know I'm I'm gonna go with about like I don't know five. You think five times? I, I think so, like legit falls, I'm talking. Like, legs up in the air, like you're on a curling rink type cartoon fall, you're saying? Not, like, yeah, like, <laughs> not in a curling rink. No, not on on the street, on the sidewalk, walking to your car, whatever. Yeah, that's a... Yard, yard sale, phone and gloves and toque go everywhere. That's your, your shoes come off. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, yes. Five. Five times. I think you're probably right. It might be 
depending on, on your age uh, and your state of whatever that night, you may... Age is all, the, is, is all the difference because if you fall when you're old, you just don't get up. No, that's right, yeah. Fall again. You're, you're down. You're down for probably the night. Yeah, you're down for the count. You're down for the count. I think that the most I've fallen in a winter, and I and I actually like to pride myself on how little I fall. Uh, I think the most I've fallen in the last ten years has been twice in a winter. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> let me. Let, I just thought of you falling, man. I'm sorry. I find that where were you, where did you fall? Well, uh, my friend Mike King, who will who will probably listen to this, uh, you know Mike, of course. Oh yeah. Uh, he will he will recall one time recently. I was in a I was we were at a restaurant or going to a restaurant here uh, in Regina, and we were in the parking lot walking into the restaurant, and uh, we both we both slipped at the same time uh, in the parking lot. Or actually, I think I slipped, took him out. The phones, the Blackberries at the time, of course, we don't have Blackberries anymore. The Blackberries went everywhere. I, I took Mike out, and uh, that was that was the big one recently. But that was that was uh, two almost three years ago. Two years ago, it would have been. The, the, the street literally became a bowling alley for you. It was uh, a bowling alley, and, and uh, good. But, but we got up, which is the big thing. Now let me let me tell you about about the weirdest one, weirdest Christmas story, or weirdest thing that's happened to me at Christmas. Okay, Chris. Uh, as you know, my my parents live in in British Columbia, and the last time that I went out there for Christmas, this was a number of years ago. I was living in in Saskatoon at the time. Uh, I went out there for Christmas, and for some reason. My mother asked me to bring a frying pan that I had at my home, pack it in my in my bag, in my suitcase, and bring it to the to the Richardson residence uh, for Christmas um, because they needed it to fry some bacon or eggs on on Christmas Day with it. Okay. And I did it. I put the frying pan in my bag, transported it to British Columbia, to my parents' house, and they were so thrilled that I brought this thing, and it wasn't like there was any sentimental value with it. It wasn't like it belonged to my grandfather and my great-grandfather, and it was passed down you know, through, through the generations to, to me. But now it will be. It was just uh, mom and dad wanted me to bring this frying pan, and and I did it. Good, good. And and later on, of course, uh, my mother finally did did admit that it was a pretty silly thing for me to do. She completely admitted that was so dumb. We could have just gone out to Walmart or somewhere and bought a new frying pan. Absolutely. So that's uh, that, that is my that is my weirdest uh, Christmas story. Yeah, that, um, that is that is indeed very very strange. Pretty bizarre, I think. But as well, yeah. But, but a good, not really Christmas related, but more Christmas time, I think. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just I, I honestly took maybe twenty to twenty five balls over the uh, the Christmas break, and I uh, got my tailbone is in agony. 
but you know what, Chris? Uh, you got up, and you're obviously, uh, you know, well, you're at least sitting right now and talking to me on the phone. So, you know, that's... Yeah, I'm standing. <clears throat> oh, oh, you're that early. You have to be standing. Absolutely. So, uh, Chris, another uh, something else that, that came up when I was uh, when I was on my Christmas break was um, it came up in conversation with my family and really started a great a great conversation. Um, it was whether the Russians should invade Poland, wasn't that what came up around your uh, kitchen? Uh, well, yes, that as well. But we we we, co- we quickly skipped over that one after about two hours talking about it. What? <laughs> What we actually were wondering, and, and, and what I would like to pose to you right now is, um, we know what Santa Claus's first name is, or, you know, we think that it's Santa. You know, some people said, uh, you know, uh, St. Nick as well, or Chris Kringle. Uh, you know, he has a couple, at least, first names. But we don't hear a lot about what Mrs. Claus's first name is. She's always Mrs. Claus in any book uh, that we may have read or any kind of Christmas story. So what I'd like to ask you is, what do you think Mrs. Claus's first name is? Well, just before we get to that, I, I'm just looking at this name, Santa, and I'm going, what? where did that come from? Santa Claus? You know, like, who, ha- who has the first name Santa? What does that what does that mean? He's a he's a special guy, Chris. Is that is it Saint? Well, we could we could maybe get into the into the background of it, but what it, I, did, I don't I don't know where it comes from. We can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we certainly can. I don't know. I, I guess it's a call out anybody. Bring up the Google machine. Where the where the name Santa originated. Because if we're talking about his wife's name, chances are you know, with a name like Santa, gee, what, what's his wife's name going to be? I just, I have no idea. I, here's, here's what I think Mrs. Claus's first name is. Alright. And let me know what you think. I think her first name is Carol. Carol Claus. Carol Claus. Carol Claus. <laughs> I think Carol strikes me as a sort of a middle-aged woman who's usually depicted in the, in the books, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, she's got she's got the graying, you know, kind of white hair. Um, Carol Claus. I like that. Oh, do, do you agree? What are your it's thoughts? Got nice, it's got a nice ring to it. Some some good alliteration. Yeah. Carol Claus. Yeah. I no, I I think that's good. Uh, you know, honestly, what Trish? What do you think? Trish could be another one. <laughs> Trish Claus. Yeah, that's Trisha or Trisha Claus. Yeah, or uh, Tina Claus. Tina, yeah. <laughs> really, really could be it. Christina Claus. Christina Claus. That's kind of that's kind of a sexy name. It's kind of it. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's a bit too new new age. It, it would be like someone who's aged about eighteen to thirty, I think, though. Maybe it's their daughter. <laughs> yeah, it could be Santa and Carol's daughter, Christina Claus. Totally. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? Uh, what else you got on there? Uh, we could talk about salad dressing, Chris. If you're if you're done talking about, uh, talking about Christmas, we're talking about salad dressing, but also uh, while while we're still on the topic of Christmas, yes. 
I I just was was thinking about you know gifts and presents and things. I was thinking, is it appropriate to give somebody an animal for Christmas? Okay, that's an very interesting question. Uh, it, it it depends what kind. I think. I think if you brought uh, brought a moose, a moose into the living room and and presented it to uh, to a young child under five, I I don't think that would work. That would be absurd. It, I don't know how it would happen, to be honest. I guess if you gave a young girl a pony. Yeah, a pony. Stereotypically, so to speak. The, like the pony remark. Yeah, like literally you were the dad who brought the pony home. Yeah. I think I think he'd be quite a quite a hero, to be honest. I think he would be, and in that case, it would be appropriate to give an animal for Christmas. Yeah, small animals as well. Of course, we know about that. Um, Definitely, don't give anybody a snake. At least, like, <laughs> yeah, it yield, you know, in some way or another. It says a lot about the person. I think that. Oof, that wouldn't. I think I think it says, "Here you go. Here's what I think of you. I think you're like your pet, and that's a snake. You're a real snake." <laughs> Honestly, though, geez, you you would be hesitant to open presents ever again. I uh, certainly. <laughs> speaking speaking of, uh, we'll go on the present topic here for a bit, Chris. Uh, there was there was a great BuzzFeed article. I'm, I'm not sure if you saw it. Um, it was photos of people who received just just awful gifts from uh, family members or friends. Um, of course, there was the uh, the girl that got beats by Dre, uh, B E E T S, like the like beetroot, oh and with with a photo of Dr. Dre on the on the jar. Uh, that was a great one. I think that there was another one that I saw. Someone got got a Backstreet Boys uh, cassette tape and oh and, my Lord. and earrings, even though their ears aren't pierced. That was a pretty good one. Um, what what's, well, what's the worst gift that you've ever ever received? Worst gift that I've ever received? Not to put you on the spot too much, but any one that stands out. Mm, no, no. I would, I would, I would say my favorite gift that I've ever gotten. Oh, okay. We'll go with favorite. Was my stunt boss, the the race car that I had when I was a kid, right? Control car. Yeah. God, that thing was super cool. It could do three sixties on on the corner wheel, on one of its corner wheels, the back wheel. Yeah. So, so you were into the the remote cars, hey? Yeah. Big time, man. If you if you can believe it, one of my uh, favorite Christmas gifts, uh, and and it is because I used it for so many years growing up, and anyone who knows me now will be shocked to hear this. Uh, but I received a hockey net and goalie uh, street hockey goalie pads and equipment, <laughs> and uh, and I was uh, I was quite the superstar. Let me oh, tell you, Chris. I bet you were. Would like to have taken a shot. Yeah, it it wouldn't have gone past me. Let me tell you there, bud. So um, we've had a we've had a great conversation here. Have yeah, indeed. Talking talking about Christmas, things that went on at Christmas. I love talking about Christmas with with a good friend like you, Dale. That's right. Same. Uh, talked about sponsorships. Um, I'd like to ask you just one one last question, and I think. Uh, that it's a very important, very pertinent topic uh, for this day and age. 
Well, sure, yeah. Um, sure, I'm sure it is. I'd like to I'd like to ask you uh, because I believe that I found what I what I think is my favorite in this category. What is your favorite salad dressing? Ooh. Well, obviously, uh, raspberry vinaigrette. Oh, okay. So you're you're onto the raspberry today. Okay. Well, I'm just they sponsored us, Dale. So yeah. Okay. You got You got to give two product placements. Totally, man. I mean, they they did give us five hundred, not a hundred. So you know, I, I thought I'd just give them their their due. Any particular brand, like Kraft or uh, Compliments, uh, Sovi's brand, or actually, uh, we we got all of them. We we got the entire raspberry industry. You have an you have the all brands, all types of raspberry vinaigrette. Yeah, no name. The oh yeah, the no name of course. Yeah. Uh, the co-op raspberry vinaigrette. Oh yes, indeed. Um, the Kirkland. Uh, two-gallon uh, thing of raspberry vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. French's. Uh, French's, yes. Yes. Okay. The reason the reason I ask you this, Chris, and I'll just to give a bit, a bit of background, I found this Compliments Sobeys brand dressing, and it's called Sunny Italian Dressing. And for those of you out there who like Italian dressing, it's uh, basically a mix between a creamy Italian dressing and a zesty Italian dressing. So the zesty, I, I can find sometimes, the zesty Italian is a, is a bit bitter. And the creamy Italian is a little too creamy, a little bit too much like a ranch. And when I found this sunny Italian dressing by Compliments uh, at, at Sobeys, I put it on a salad, and I've had I've had it every day for about a week now, and I and I honestly can't tell you how how pleased I am. Dale, have, have you ever tried to play football with a yam? With a yam? <laughs> no, Chris. I uh, my no. hand right now, and it is. It, I've, I've actually, whenever I have people over, we play a little toss back and forth. A little, a little toss in the yam. A little toss in the yam. Like not tossing the pigskin around, tossing the yam around. Toss, tossing the yam around, and and honestly, it it's perfect. It works very well. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, next time, next time you have me over. Oh yeah. Uh, we're actually not going to watch football, not the NFL or anything or college. Nope. We're gonna we're gonna get a bag of yams. That's darn, we're yeah, going right, to go into the into the backyard, and we are going to put some laces on it and toss it around. Absolutely, yeah. We should have people over. Yeah, Chris, it's been uh, it's been great chatting to you on the on the on the first podcast. Um, for everyone who's listening, uh, I'm going to put it up in a, in a bit of a different way. I'm going to share it on Facebook and Twitter through SoundCloud. But it will also be available on iTunes. Uh, that iTunes page is live, whistling past the graveyard. Um, it's going to be great. Chris and I are going to try and do this as often as we can. We hope that this was a great start. Um, I think that a lot of the topics and conversation will be uh, pretty similar to what we did today. If you like it, keep tuning in. If you don't, it's fine. Uh, we may just unfriend you on Facebook. So, uh, anyway, Chris. Canadians uh, will we'll really consider that, though. Like, we'll take a long time. Yep. Bait it back and forth. 
Yeah, we will we will actually scroll through your Facebook feed and, and decide yes or no. So probably debate it to the extent that we decide no because we're not that harsh. Exactly. So, anyway, uh, good talking to you, Chris. Everyone who listened, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, and I will leave you again with uh, with the popcorn song as we go out here. Thanks, guys. Hello there.